We're the Screaming Dittles. Hi, I'm Sandra. I'm Carrie. And who are we interviewing today? The amazing Carlos Alvarez. Baritone from Malaga. Gorgeous instrument, unbelievable. Amazing person, elegant, so well-spoken, just phenomenal. And a person who has overcome cancer. Amazing, within his 31 year career as an operatic baritone. Here's a clip. Check it out. I'm like, are you singing opera in the shower? I don't believe it. I think you're singing something else. Of (laughs) course, I sing, I sing, oh, Zazuela now, or Frank Sinatra. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Or pop. (laughs) Or pop. Yeah, I want to hear that. Can she Rick Astley. You know Rick Astley? Yes. He was, he was born August 66. My month, my, we, we have the same age and almost the same voice. I love that. Have so, you met him? <laughs> no, no, no. I never, I never. Um, can you please have your wife record some of those bathroom sessions? I'd like to hear that. <laughs> okay. All right, people, what do y'all need to do? Sandra, what do they need to do? Subscribe! <laughs> Love you. Bye! Hello! <laughs> oh my God. Hello? I think he's frozen. Oh, that's good, though. We need a picture of that Oh, Gary. no, he's moving. There he is. He's moving. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> there we go. Hola. No. Can you hear us? Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. Hey, Thank you're you from much. Canada. Cheers. Hey, cheers from Vienna. Cheers from oh. Nashville. Yay. Well, Hello. We, we picked a nice Rioja for you. So, uh-huh. how's it going? How is how You're in Vienna. I'm in Vienna and everything's going well. Under control, uh, security is fine here. Now you are red and negative and that's very positive. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah. Red, negative, positive. Okay, we need to yeah. know this. What, what color is it if you are positive? Oh, uh, no, you, you wouldn't be there. Oh. You, couldn't, you couldn't wear any kind of right. Nothing. Um, ribbon, nothing. Just nothing. So do you have to wear that every day into rehearsal? Uh, yes, sure. Okay. That's then, kind of a pass, yeah. And then how often are they testing you? Every week. Every week. Oh. Yeah. It's, but, it's fantastic. Very well. I, yeah, that sounds amazing. I bet that that makes you feel confident with being around other people, oh, oh. not having to wear yeah, a yeah. mask and singing but and all of that. Not, not only with our colleagues but with the rest, the rest of the people around working directly with us, yeah. Great. And you yeah, are doing Daughter of the Regiment, Fidi Regiment? Sure, yeah, with Jane Archibald. Oh, hi! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Oh, and Donna Helen. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It must be nice to be back on, like, on a stage. Uh-huh. Everything 
in yeah. costume. Oh. Sure, of course. I mean, yeah, amazing. A production that I've been singing since 2007. It's, that's amazing, yeah. Yeah. Yay, so nice. slowly but surely, we're coming back. We're coming back. Sure, okay. of course. Are they, allow, are they allowing full audiences in or just partial? Uh, 1,200 people. Whoa. Do they all have to wear masks or is it no? No, only when they enter the, the theater. Okay. And then as soon as they are sitting, then they can leave the, the masks off. Yeah. Whoa. Sure. Okay, now, you know what? The first audience member that starts coughing, everybody will throw that person out. <laughs> no one cough. No one. Not one. Really? Zero. Nothing. Good. No, it's, it's, a, new, it's a new age. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you remember in, in all of our performances, like how many people like hack a lung or sneeze or whatever noise. Yeah, and then you go. You're like, but that's not happening. Oh, no, that's great. That's a positive. No, yeah, that's, that's very nice. Yay! Yeah. Well, cool. toy, toy, toy. Yes. Toy, toy, toy. Thank toy, you toy. very much. Which leads us to, now, a lot of people know who you are. But oh, really? Yeah, you're famous. <laughs> oh, come on. You're famous. <laughs> no, you're no, famous. no, no, I am not. How did you get into opera? I mean, it's, I'm sure you've told the story a million times, but a lot of people don't know your, uh -huh. your history. Yeah. Because it's really interesting. Perhaps I was, I was at the right time, at the right place. Uh, actually, everything starts when, when I was seven and I was chosen for being part of the chorus at school. And since I was seven, I was singing, not realizing that that was kind of a, um, a, I was, uh, I was uh, joining the, the army of singers in the future. And uh, it was kind of an exercise. Every day I was exercising my voice and my attitudes and, 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 my, and, and, and the way I was seeing how, how could I have fun with the singing. Mm. And this is now the, the same situation. I have a lot of fun. And that's been, um, that belongs to me since I was seven. Uh, I was wow. growing up. I was singing in, in some of the choruses in, in Malaga, my hometown. Mm -hmm. And then in 1988, the theater in Malaga, where they do everything, even uh, an opera season, wow. uh, they created the opera chorus, and I was there. And since then, um, I needed to make a decision between medicine and singing. Because you were in your third year of medical school. Fourth. Fourth year. Whoa. Fourth year. Fourth year. That, was, that was amazing. Yeah, I needed to make a decision. And that was it. And, and you know what? Here I am singing. Thank God. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, but I have a question. So your parents, which ones did they, which path did they want you to take? Actually, they, they, were, they, they were very good at that because they taught us to, to make decisions based on a criterion. Uh, yeah, once I, I decided that, because I, 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 actually I was a little pushed. I was chosen in a way, okay. because I, would, I was at the chorus and then uh, directors and, and conductors coming from up north in Spain, 
Teatro Arriaga de Bilbao, Teatro de la Zarzuela in Madrid, mm -hmm. they took me and they, they, they pushed me um, on stage. In okay. a way. And that was uh, the reason that, uh, why I was so sure to make that decision. And my parents said nothing. Okay, you made that decision, we follow you, we support you, and it's up to you. And, wow. and they, they were very good. But that was kind of a, um, a living lesson and for me, yeah. Yay. Well, your career has spanned, uh, is it, are we at 30 years now? I mean, it's 31. like- 31, it's really like such an amazing accomplishment. Oh my God. And especially like nowadays where, where we're, singers aren't really taught that, you know, longevity of career or, or we're not hired for that in mind, you know, as far as like being pushed into bigger roles too soon. So um, yeah. I just, uh, I really, I hope that young singers emulate someone like you to know that it's possible to have a career and sound as amazing as you do uh now as you did then so i mean i just heard that concert that you did with sandra and i mean you blew me away i, I truly it was really just like stunning much. singing absolutely That's very kind. even the gorgeous. best i've heard you sing really. i mean oh my god it was gorgeous so but, but you know but you know what sometimes you have to say no with a very good reason behind yes or uh, underneath, uh, but there must be uh, there must be a reason to do or not to do some things that that we've been offered to. And I remember uh, when uh, Maestro Muti was asking me for singing Rigoletto at La Scala mm -hmm. in the um, in 1993. I was just 27. <gasps> and and he told me, you know, I want you as Rigoletto because I. I want uh, a young cast, and and then I was singing. At that time, I was singing when I when I needed to to give an answer, a final answer. Mm -hmm. um, I I remember I was singing uh, Coreb in Le Troyen de Berlioz. Oh wow! In London with Sir Colin Davis and the London London Symphony Orchestra. Wow! And then I thought, okay, if I, if in 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 the next six months. I have to be singing Bigoletto, and I'm right now here in London singing Corab. There's something that doesn't work at all. And right. then I said, I'm so sorry, Maestro, but I can't sing that. Not yet. And I, I wrote a lot down to, to Maestro Muti, oh. giving every single reason why I shouldn't sing that part. I was too young. I fortunately didn't suffer. Uh, and first of all, I, I didn't have the uh, fatherhood experience that uh, it's very yeah. important for that I, kind yes. of roles. And um, at the very beginning, Moti said, okay, Alvarez, that is how they call me in, <laughs> in Italy. Yes. Alvarez is afraid. Of course I was afraid. I was frightening. Uh, um, it was it had to be my debut. No, because I had made my debut in just before uh, uh, La Scala. But uh, you know, it, it was it was crazy. And and then, fortunately, he understood. And years later, we met here in mm -hmm. Vienna. And from a Verdian baritone that I was supposed to be at that time, I became for him a Mozart baritone for singing. Don Giovanni and Le Nozze di Figaro, Think in Figaro. 
And I that's probably it. kept the longevity of your career too, by singing, singing the Mozart, not going too fast. Yeah. Too quickly. And, I mean, how many, how many singers have we seen in our careers, you sure. know, come and go and, and here you still are because you you choose the right roles at the right time. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy. No, I love no, it's very difficult to say in this yes. business because yes. you're afraid that then, and especially to someone like Ricardo Muti, Maestro Muti, of course. who yeah. could really, you know, come down and be really hard on you and never ever work with him again or never yeah. ever sing in Scala. And sure. you have to wait. Actually, that. That, that was my thought while I was writing the letter down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, of course. Oh, and, but you fear the fallout and, and of course yeah <laughs> and i've told so many young singers and i'm sure carrie has too the first thing you have to learn is to say no no and yes. once <laughs> once you learn yeah no yes once you learn how to say that then you you own your voice in your career uh -huh. not, you don't give the power to them sure. and it's it, it's a big step i think so bravo to you for that yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that your story shows that you can say no and still have an amazing career and still be rehired back, that it's just mm -hmm. a perfect example of, of that. Because I mean, I know it's easy for us to say to young singers, you have to say no to protect your throat, but to actually hear yeah. someone who's had a career like you and like Sandra that have been able to say no and still achieve what you've achieved, that it is possible and to not be afraid to say no. So mm -hmm. I love that. Thanks for talking about that. Please, my pleasure. Now this this thirty one year career had a bit of a pause on on it in the middle. Yeah, As not in the mind. middle. Well, if it had been right in the middle, yeah. perhaps it would have been more difficult to yeah. to to come back. Oh, okay. what, yeah, it happened in two thousand eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, it was twenty years Can after we talk my about debut. That a bit? Of course, for sure. It's part of my life. It's part of my experience. And I learned a lot. A that. lot of singers don't want to talk about vocal injuries, no. vocal health, no, but, vocal... No, it's perfect. And I have it every day in my mind mm. because I need to know how to, how to handle it, yeah. how to manage if anything happens again. Uh, fortunately, we, we use uh, our vocal skills in a professional way, people not doing that perhaps would never realize that they have a problem in their throats. Right. And that kind of diseases could uh, uh, end in a, in a cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was a pre-cancer disease. So they had walk in, us through what happened. How did you f figure out? I mean, as singers, well, we know we're very aware of our bodies. I, I have been singing. It was two thousand eight. Summer 2008, I, I had been singing uh, Otello in Salzburg. Mm, wow. I went to Vienna immediately after for singing La Forza del Destino. And they had a new production of Balu Maschera in Madrid, Teatro Real. Mm. And then when I got there, I started having problems with my singing. I mm. couldn't sing at all. I mean, a big effort. Never ever in my life before. I had that big effort to, to make just a line. Really? No, like they didn't phonate or? No, no, because there was, there was kind of a stain, you could, you could say that, on the, on the right vocal cord, right in the middle. And that was the growth of the tissue that covers the, 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 the cord, vocal cord. Okay. And 
when I went to the doctors, they, every single one, before I, I, I made the big decision, every single one was, was saying, it shouldn't be, um, it should be, uh, how do you say in English, compatible? Uh, uh -huh. You could do. Yeah. Because it's not a big thing. Actually, it's not a big thing. It was okay. just nothing. You need a microscope to okay. see it, but I couldn't think. <laughs> I wasn't able to at all. And then I, uh, for almost three months, I was, I was uh, searching for a, uh, a nice answer. When I mean nice, um, it was because I, of course, I, I was afraid because I didn't know what would happen. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I needed, as a singer, you need to go on. Yeah. Always. We never, we never uh, give up. Never, ever. Right. Perhaps you die on stage, but, but you never give up. True. And, and finally, yeah. <laughs> and, and finally, I, I went to Malaga. That was the, the first thing I, I should have done before, before everything. And I went to my doctors. They are my friends. Mm -hmm. And they told me, Carlos, this is serious. Uh, um, and perhaps we, we need to, to have a biopsy of that just to know what it is. Okay. And you know, is the same thing, uh, it takes the, the same effort if you, if you are going to be operated. Then surgeon now is the solution. Okay, are you ready? And we got to a deal with my doctor that it's my friend. And no matter how it went, it would remain friends. Okay. We would remain friends. You know, <laughs> and awesome. because because he took a a, a, a risk, he took a, a, a high responsibility. Yeah, yeah. People from livelihood. pathology, for yeah. sure. Uh, sure. People from pathology in the uh, the hospital, they were asking him, "Why don't you cut and you have a free uh, edge in his vocal cord? Then you are sure that there, there won't be any kind of cancer." Right. Okay, and he was staring at them, asking, but do you know who he is, the one in the, here? Oh, no. no, he's, he's <laughs> a singer, he's a singer. And, and you know what? Valle, my wife, she was there. The three times that I, I, won, I went to the, to the surger, surgery room, the three times. Oh. Yeah. How wonderful. And it came, yeah. so it came back. Yeah. I was, in, I was in New York, 2010. It was kind of a hide and, uh, and appear thing, you know? Uh, and then I, w I was trying to do my best, but when I was rehearsing Attila at the Met, yeah. at the uh, dress rehearsal, I needed to, I had to quit. I had to stop because I couldn't sing anymore. And I remember very well the, the meeting at uh, Maestro Muti's room with Maestro Gergiev, he was there conducting at that time. He's a friend of mine as well, Peter Gelb. Christina Muti was there. Valle, my wife, was there, all crying. Oh, God. And Muti told me something very important. You know, Carlitos? I'm Carlitos. <laughs> At least you moved from Alvarez to Carlitos. <laughs> for, the, for the profession, <laughs> I'm Carlitos. And he told me, you know what? You should go home. You, you you get well, 
and then you come back because we'll be waiting for you. Yes. And that was it. Oh, I but love that. But you had a bit of a, a journey then too when you went home, right? With yeah, because yeah, because I I we got there and two months later that was February 2010 and in April at the end of April my daddy was dying but I was there and that was kind of present that that disease yeah. uh, made me yeah but it takes you, you, a great person to really to to take a negative and turn that yeah, into sure. positive in a way because you could have been dwelling on blah yeah, blah but blah, it's the blah only way otherwise you could get to the corner and and being weeping there oh i'm I'm so frustrated and I'm, no, excuse me. We, we are privileged people. We do what we like the most and we get paid for. <laughs> I know, definitely. <laughs> <Could you imagine? laughs> um, did you have to go through chemotherapy or radiation no, or no, anything no, like that? Not Nothing, not you didn't all. have to. Just so they were surgery. able to remove it with surgery. Every, every single thing, but he was very careful. Yeah, okay. it was just and when pinch it, of it and that was it when it came back again do they do they scan your whole body by that point because you know normally when cancer no, no. returns it's no, not it's always in the same place it was it was the same thing and that wow was and we, we knew it because um uh, not everything was removed the first time okay okay and then it was just a patch there okay, okay. um now you you try to go on and let's see what happens okay yeah. so then rebuilding the voice do you feel like you had to change technically to rebuild the voice after surgery or were did you just go back to singing the way slowly did you go back into singing the way you were before okay right then yeah i i didn't change anything at all and it was gradually i was i was um admitting more um, more responsibility, vocal responsibility. Sure. And that was very good. But also because theaters helped me to do so. Wow, love because, that. Uh, because they, actually they, they asked me, what do you want to sing now? Okay. And we'll do. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> and that, that was fantastic. Okay. Actually, how long that, did it take? How long did it take to long? get back from like, so get back surgery to back on stage? It was, uh, the first time it was just, just nothing, three months. Because I, I got surgery uh, um, May 2009 and in August I was already singing. The second time took a little bit more, yeah. But uh, then finally, um, May 2011 and since that I'm, I'm here. No what problem was, at all. <laughs> I love that. That's such awesome news. What was, it, what was it like the first time you performed after both surgeries? Was it really emotional to, to do it again? Oh, really? But the, the, the nice thing was uh, I was sure that, that I could do the, the things that I had to do on stage. But the, the response of people around, that was fantastic. Wow. I remember the first time I was singing um after after the the third uh, surgery mm -hmm. the first time i was singing verdi again it was otello in valencia 
Oh. And I thought, oh my, because I had I had some problems because I I was I was uh, um, losing uh, water and minerals oh. during the performance, right. and I thought, oh my, how can I reach the end of the performance? Right. And when it when it finished, people was uh, was applauding for around five minutes. And that was <laughs> very emotional. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I was I was crying on stage. I bet. Worse. Oh yeah. my God. Well, thank God for those doctors, and, uh, yeah. and I'm so glad you're still singing, and we get to we're blessed with what we hear from you. I mean, it's amazing. So I'm so mm -hmm. thrilled that all turned out positive. Me too. Thanks it, for it, talking about it. You know, it's it's interesting because I had vocal surgery too in 2002, and I've been very open about it and. I know a lot of singers aren't, but the hardest thing for me, and tell me if you had this, was after you started singing, anytime you got sick, anytime you got a cold or whatever, you thought, oh God, it's back. <gasps> right? <laughs> and it, it's that fear that yeah. is yeah. hard to get over. It wasn't yeah. for me the surgery per se, or even the work getting back into vocal shape. It was is it always going to stay that, is it going to stay that way? Is it going to stay healthy? Is it, and it took at, me like two years. At the bottom of your mind, you know when exactly. Yeah. You know when it's going to happen. Okay. Otherwise it, it would be crazy. No, no, you couldn't leave on it. Yeah. yeah. Your wife yeah. was there with you the whole time. The whole you. time, the whole time. Yeah. Wow. Only, only for one week, I, I told her, please leave me alone, completely alone. I remember when I was told that um, it was a, 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 a severe disease, I needed to drive back to, uh, to Sevilla because my doctors, they have their, their office in Malaga. And from Malaga to Sevilla, there are 200 kilometers. Okay. And I had to drive back and I don't have a memory of, of that path. Wow. No, not at all. That journey is just nothing. <laughs> I, I can't remember. And I went, when, I, when I got home, I told uh, Valle, please leave me alone. And for, for one week, I was sitting on the couch. Uh, and, uh, and I said, okay, I don't, I don't want to know nothing, anything about the world around yeah and then i realized okay if this is the the deepest uh possible situation next step is going to be up then <laughs> let's yeah. go it's brilliant wow. yeah yeah okay well i'm so happy we're both so happy that you are back uh, and back oh, with oh, like <laughs> a vengeance and now i have a i have a silly question for you Wow. You have, I know it's silly. I told you we were going <laughs> no, to can be, can be silly. You <laughs> have such a magnetic, elegant stage presence. I mean, it's just, it, 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 it comes out of you naturally. Is that something you were born with or was that something that you really, this persona that you worked on on stage? Or is it just Perhaps. that Spanish flair? <laughs> <laughs> Those two things together would work. 
very, very well for uh, our job on stage. But I remember always a meeting with a dancer on stage at the very beginning of my career. Actually, I was, I was at the chorus. I was still at the chorus. And he told me, you know, you know what, Carlos, when you go on stage, you should, uh, you sh you should um, take uh, an attitude as a dancer. Ah. You know, dancers, they, they know how to control everything. Mm -hmm. Not only their bodies, their movements, their minds, everything around has to be under control. And that was a wonderful example for me. And I, I tried from the very beginning. You can and, see it when you walk on stage, you, yeah. there's, a, there's a, you know, like an, like an inhalation of air and you can see uh -huh. just your whole persona change. Thank you very much. No, it's true. Yeah, and, it, it, yeah and, and also because we are actors in a way, no matter if you are performing a perform, uh, an opera performance or just a concert, a gala, no. You are a character every single time that you go on stage. And only when you sing under, under the shower, it's you, just <laughs> you. <laughs> but on stage, no? <laughs> no, I have, I have an anecdote about that. Oh yeah, singing I wanna hear under, one. Yeah, singing under the shower and Valle is around there. Valle is, I, I might say that she is a voice teacher as well. And then every single sound has to be perfect. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't sing under the shower. Neither. Even in the shower? I was wondering, I was like, are, I'm like, are you singing opera in the shower? I don't believe it. I think you're singing something else. Of <laughs> course, I sing, I sing, oh, Fafela now, or Frank Sinatra. Or yes, that's yeah, what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Or pop. <laughs> or pop. Yeah, I want to hear that. Rick, Can she Rick Astley. You know Rick Astley? Yes. He was, yes. He was born August 66. My mom, my, we, we have the same age and almost the same voice. I love that. Have so, you met him? <laughs> no, no, no. I never, I never. Um, can you please have your wife record some of those bathroom sessions? I'd like to hear that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> During the period I couldn't sing properly, professionally speaking, uh, I, I, I was telling her, okay, because I was already singing under the shower. And, and I told her, okay, we, we make this bigger, the uh, bathroom, we mm -hmm. make it bigger, and we put some chairs there and we invite friends. And oh, that's it. That's perfect. But you know. I'm excited. You know, there's, there's a film, a Woody Allen's film about With that. Fabio. With Fabio. With <laughs> Fabio. Under the shower, yeah. Yes. Have you seen that, Carrie? It's fabulous. That was, I love that. Anywhere except in the shower. And yeah. they, so they hired him to do this opera. And he went on stage and just went. So they put a shower on stage. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's priceless. I love Only that. opera. Only that's opera. Familiar. Um, I, I read in an interview that you are an avid reader. Is that true? What are you reading? Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. Against wow. the direct democracy. Wow. Wow. So Tizek, philosophy wow. and humor. Yeah. So this is heavy reading. 
Holy moly. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is amazing. Carlos, so this is not like, you know, nonfiction, you know. Nonfiction at all, yeah. Summer beach I mean, you know, fiction, I was reading fiction when I was just a, a kid. And since I was 14, I'm reading these kind of things. That's amazing. I love that. Well, you answered no, my it, next question about whether or not it was uh, you were reading books on a Kindle or an I. You read, actually, you hold on to a real book. You travel with everything. that. Everything. I mean, everything. Okay. This time, because I, I forgot, oh, you know that for, I know for this. sure. Uh, <laughs> I forgot my <laughs> iPad at home. <laughs> luggage got and lost, then, Carrie, coming to La Coruña. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> and then, yeah. but it's going to be a nice experience again, because for almost two months or, or a month and a half, I'm going to be uh, um, analogical again. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Yep. I like it. Yeah. I like the paper. I, I personally, I've tried reading books on, on yeah. an iPad. I tried keeping my calendar on an iPad. I guess I'm just old. Yeah. I like, I like having the paper, the, putting the pen, yeah, mm. and putting the pencil or the pen to the paper, the, the act of that yeah. is very gratifying for me. And I guess I'm passionate. Cool. Yeah, but then... <laughs> Overweight, <laughs> you have to pay. And you overweight. can erase it. It's easier. Uh, Carrie's like, yeah. oh, you old girl, you. Sure. No, I mean, I love to. I'm a huge reader. I, I love to read. Um, but when we were tra when we were at least Americans were able to travel, I, it just was too much weight traveling. So everything became on whatever. And um, I still love to hold a book, though. I mean, there's still, and yeah. I have my whole top drawer next to my bed is full of books. I have lights and everything. So yeah, but oh, I've great. tried with the music scores. I really have. But Carlos and mm -hmm. you, Carrie, too, yeah. saw what happened to me For on sure. stage. I pushed the wrong button. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, but, but you know, when, when you have to travel with five different scores, it's <sighs> today, it's impossible. It is. Yeah. And, oh. and you, you have to wear the technology yeah okay speaking of technology well, you and i've had this discussion you are definitely not on social media I'm not. why yeah why is that a, is that a conscious decision on your part yeah it is okay actually um and and i don't i don't want to show myself pretentious not mm -hmm. at all but i don't need it for my job no and then if I need to, to connect with people that I, that I appreciate, that I love, that, that I do um, email or I call them all um, this kind of connections. And uh, I, don't, I don't want to see my life on the, uh, on the internet. No, not at all. Okay. It's, it's already very public to make it more public, even more. And then I, I, don't, I don't need it. And perhaps my telephone number is the, the most uh, shared in the, in, the, in the upper world. Because everybody, everybody has my telephone number, has my email address. Uh, yeah, if you want to contact me, you do it directly. And, and that's, that's why. Love it. Yeah. I think there's going to be a whole generation that misses out on, on life mm -hmm. because they're so caught up in social media or filming something yeah. 
like this yeah, instead of sure. actually watching it. Of and course. I think yeah. that there's a there's a happy medium. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as as somebody very very important to me once said, your private life as performers as we all are, your private life is the only thing that you own and control. And then when you go and put that all up on social media, you then own no part of your yeah. life. Of course. I, but and what's and already, sorry, oh. already people think that we belong to them. Right. Yeah. They already think like that. Then if you, if you give them more information, more things, what's, what's next? Yeah. Well, you can't step back. Once, you, no. once you've opened no. that door, it's like Pandora's box. You can't. And you, you, no, you couldn't say, oh, I'm sorry. No, you've done it. <laughs> it's you. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what do you, but I think the conundrum in all of that, in this conversation is that, uh -huh. you know, I've been told this too, that opera companies, because they're trying to get more, you know, butts in the seats, they want singers on stage that have huge followings, that have yeah. a thousand subscribers, thousand, uh, you know, and so I think for the young generation behind us, they are being told you have to have a social media presence. You have to have followers. You have to have la 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 la. And um, and I think that it's this never-ending cycle, of some of it's really great, and then other parts of it are really, I don't know what the right word is, heinous or awful, or because everybody starts comparing every you know one another. Yeah. When is enough uh, enough? When is enough enough? So I I find that that's it's a hard line, especially for the young generation coming up yeah. sure. um, behind us and what we tell them. To do and also what i the as much as sandra and i are now on social media with what we started with this um uh -huh. what's hard is but that I, this is fantastic oh this is so oh, fun. this but, is great but i never want social media to look like my life is perfect or that everything is happy happy all the time because it's not i mean that's not life so then you have a decision of how much do you share like what we're talking about but sure. as far as career-wise i think it's a it's a conundrum is that the right word yeah for that's a good one but but if you were to look at Carlos's calendar, yeah. he doesn't need social media to fill it even more because I'm sure you have to say no more than yes. Yeah, but of course. The yeah. younger generation, I think that's really yeah, of course, yeah. But then the, there's a risk yeah. when you think that every single yes or accept or like. means that you are good. Yeah. That mm. could be a misunderstanding. I agree with you. Very well said. Be careful. Be careful. Because um, then um, there's, a, there's a, a direct relationship between presence and the social media and the thought that that means quality in, our, in, in what we do. Right. The more you are there, the better you are. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Ooh, you then you have reviews? to. You have to go on stage. <laughs> yeah, I can help you for that. That's great. Yeah, that's beautifully show, said. And mm -hmm. show if you are really good or not. That's it. Yeah, what we so, say in English, the proof is in the pudding. You know. But do, I agree. <laughs> do you read your reviews? I do. Good. Every single one. And you know I what I used carry. I only carry one with me, a very bad one. Not, not very bad, but, but uh, the only comment about the, the whole concert 
that was with uh, Placido, 1993, um, wow. in Madrid, July, cold outside, opener oh. concert. Oh, and yeah. and uh, at the, the very end of Della Chica in Barbera de Sevilla, Cavatina, a crack in that G. And the, the review, it was only about the crack. And that, that one is the only one that it, it was done by a friend of mine. Um, and he became really? friends. We, we became friends afterwards. And, and that, that was the, the, only, the only thing he was, he was pointed on. And uh, I take it with me every, every single day in my professional life. Because that's, uh, you know, this lady that was wearing the, the, uh, the crown to Caesar, mm -hmm. whispering him, remember, you are a man. Remember, we are people. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And Be anything could happen, anything <laughs> for sure. Happen. You know, somebody yeah. always told me, too, if you believe the, the good, you have to believe the bad, too. Of course. So that's why I'm, I'm an, I'm a not believer. <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> now, what do your kids think about, about opera and, and you singing and being in the business? Are they singers at all? I'm, I'm just, I'm just daddy. You're just daddy. You know, yes. when, when they get used to, uh, to be part of the, of the business from the very beginning. Okay. They, they've been on stage since they were just nothing. And uh, I'm, I'm just that for them. Actually, they are very iconoclast people. Oh. And as soon as, soon, yeah. And they, they don't give a penny for what I do if I, if I don't do properly well and with a, with a good feeling. They don't care if I'm Carlos Alvarez. Um, no, I'm just that. Yeah. Was it hard being a dad in this field and um, being gone a lot? I mean, how did you make that work, being a dad and being an opera singer? Um, my, my familiar history is, is about uh, a divorce when my kids were six and eight. Okay. But it had nothing to do with being far from home. Okay. Not at all. You know, love enters and then you have to accept it and right. that's it yeah right. and and my children they never complain they never um and they they accepted it and they knew that daddy was far from home but only physically okay i was only i was always there and okay. and i was a present father i, okay. I was i was there and they they could count on me for everything they gotcha. still do. They are 22 and 20 now. Wow. 22 <laughs> and, and Carlos, 20? Yeah. Carlos, he, he wants to, to become a diplomat. Cool. He doesn't, he doesn't want to, to get in the, into politics. No. Diplomacy. Mm. Because he wants to solve problems. He, he needs to make solutions. He, he's very positive. <laughs> and, and he doesn't want politics. Okay. But uh, Alejandra, she's studying drama in London. <laughs> and, 
and she wants to be on stage as well. Let's see oh. what happens. Well, I think your kids have picked up from you because you, you are very diplomatic, I think, and, and very well-spoken. No, you are. I mean, you, oh, you I said try. I try. you had a comment in the press about our concert in La Coruña, which, uh -huh. which I found very striking and very honest and open about you can fly in an airplane now, you can sit on a subway or a bus with people right next to you, but we could only yeah. have 60 people in the theater. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate right now, this, this whole pandemic, what it's done to our business. And yeah. I appreciate that you, a person of stature, spoke up about it. And I applaud you for that. Well, I think it's, it's the only way. We have to leave this situation together, all together. Yes. Not alone, not uh, one by one, not all together. I agree. And there yeah. needs to be some uniformity with all the countries, Enough. with all the opera Enough. houses. Yeah. I mean, it's such a small community that we, we have anyway. Mm -hmm. Why don't we all bond together and, and create, come up with some kind of solution or a uniform, yeah. uniform solution? And yeah. But that's politics. And <laughs> remember what Carlos, my son, says. Yeah. I want to give solutions <laughs> and not create problems. Diplomacy? Politics. Politics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Carrie, what else do we have to, what else do we want to ask? Fitness. Uh, hmm? Fitness regime. Oh, yeah. Fitness. Like, okay, so do you know how like certain singers, friends, colleagues of ours, sometimes ourselves, uh, are a little nutty on days of performances, you know, and what our routines are? So do you have uh -huh. any uh, craziness or uh, things? And also for your fitness regime. Do you have a... Yeah. Diet. Is there, yeah, anything that you typically well, do? I mean, we we use our bodies as a, um, as a our instrument. instrument. Yeah, it's an instrument for sure. And then we we have to take care of it, but uh, not. Um, I I don't want to to become psychopathic about that. No, because uh, it it should be normal. I mean, you have to, you need a good shape and, and, and be healthy and that's it, I think. And, and we all know what doesn't work for being right. healthy. Then we, we, I remember I smoked until 1994. I was smoking since I was 14. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I have a nice story about that. I quit because I, I was uh, I was studying medicine and I wanted to be a doctor and and once I decided okay when I was uh, when I was mm, 21 see 21 uh, and I decided okay no I I don't smoke anymore I quit and but when I made my debut in Madrid at the Teatro de la Zarzuela with a very nice Zarzuela that 30 years later, I'm going to be singing again. Oh, same awesome. production, same Yay. character. Same production, same character. And Emilio Sachi, the director, he was asking. Oh, yeah, you know him? Yes, I've worked with him. He's amazing. Uh, what Very a wonderful good. human being. Yeah. Very good friend of mine. Good heart. Yeah. And, and he asked me, okay, while you are singing the aria, your aria, that it's very difficult, 
you have to make a cigarette, okay? You take the, the tobacco, the paper, everything, and you make a cigarette mm -hmm. and you smoke. And then you, you threw it. Okay, and then I started again. Of course. And I was smoking, I was smoking from 1990 until February, February 28th, 1994. You remember. remember. Are you one of, of those course. people like Duncan? You remember every date, don't you? No, no, not every date, but those dates. That one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when you quit smoking, for real? Wow, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know why? Because my agent, Alfonso, that it's my agent since we met 30 years ago. Wow. He came to, to my room after the first performance of Yevgeny uh, Onyegin, Tchaikovsky's Onyegin. And he told me, you know, Carlos, this is your s schedule for the next two seasons. Okay, if you quit smoking, we could do that. Ooh. If you don't, let's see what happens. <laughs> and then wow. immediately the next day, no more, never wow. more, never okay. ever more. So how much weight did you gain when you quit that fast? <laughs> Nothing. No. Nothing. No, no because I, I've been I've been making my exercises since I was very young. Okay. Um, actually, I became an athlete, an athlete just just before I went to the university. Shot put the ball. Oh, really? Yeah. Since I since I was since I was 15 until I was 18. Yeah. Cool, that's cool. Cause you look, I met you, I looked this up today. I met you, well, we first met on stage November 30th, 2002. Yeah. And you look, oh, oh. I know. You look identical, except you had maybe a bit more hair, but yeah, it was longer, but yeah, I mean, yeah. identical. We met, yeah. we, I walked on stage and, and Right before Damor Sudari Rose, walked on stage because the other soprano was sick. Uh -huh. And I kind of said to, underneath my breath, Isn't it crazy? We can time. go on stage and become a couple with a, with a love scene. Like that. And we, and we just met. I know. And, we only, just, and only, because, only because music could create that kind of atmosphere. It's, cool. it's amazing. That's it's one opera. of those nights in my, you know, we all have those, those moments in our careers that, that really stick in our heads and that's yeah. up there in the top five because it was such a magical night. Uh, and, and what about you? What's, what's one of the magic, besides, you know, I know coming back after surgery, I'm sure those uh -huh. yeah. performances were special. Any other moments in your career that you kind of go, wow? That but was magical. Perhaps not when, when I was on stage, but when, I, when I, I went for the first time to New York, uh, when I had to, when I, when I needed to make my, my audition at the Met, yeah. that was 1993, and it was hired three years later in 96. Traviata. With Traviata, yeah. I saw it. And, <laughs> and then, um, I needed to get to the stage and I made a mistake and I got to the pit and from the pit, no, but you know what? Everything was empty, yeah. but from the pit, 
the view of the theater is mm. even, oh, it's, it's amazing. And then I thought, oh my, where am I? What do I have to do now? <laughs> and that, that's a wonderful, yeah. That's Somebody a wonderful said, thought about, about uh, this, this job, yeah. Somebody said to me right before I walked on the Met stage for the first time when I did the National Council auditions, uh-huh. one of the stage managers, Gary, said to me, whatever you do, Sandra, don't look up. Yeah. And of course, what did I do? <laughs> and you just go, yeah. oh no, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so big. Yeah. Oh. Well, Carmen, yeah. you, are, you are such a wonderful person to chat with. You're so positive, so thoughtful, thought-provoking, really. It's been wonderful. If you have maybe just five more minutes to ask you a few little rapid-fire sure. questions. Of course, yeah, sure. I'll start with it. Okay. Have you ever had a moment on stage where you couldn't stop laughing or crying? Uh, n- not really. Okay. Ooh. Not really. Not not one because I, I try to to be your clue every single time. Then I'm responsible for you, and then it would never happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Off stage, anything you want. <laughs> on stage, no. no. Professional. No. Back to that whole question of yes, stage presence. Carrie. Okay. Have you ever had? What is your best wardrobe malfunction on stage? Oh. Um, um, not not very much, but when I was singing Falstaff, my trousers were <laughs> were um, falling, yeah. and um, I, I needed to to fix them, and uh, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, did you have yeah. underwear on underneath those trousers? Harry, mm. Harry, <laughs> <Carrie, laughs> you don't have to act, answer that. <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I always, always. Oh, always, always. <laughs> so what is your favorite word in any language? Amor. Mm. Okay, I know that you have two Grammys. Where are they? Where do you keep them? Oh, um, one is at home, um, and the other one is at my, at my um, daughter's cardboard uh, with, with the books, that's it. Cool. What is the sound you love the most in the world? Sorry? The, what the is sound? the sound that you love the most in the world? The sound? Yes. Wow. Perhaps uh, one, one mother is singing to his, her, to her child. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what is your favorite curse word in any language? Cabron. Cabron. Oh, we had this Cabron. discussion. <laughs> what does that mean? Cabron can mean a few things, I was told. Yeah. Cabron, Cabron can mean means... like guys. Oh, okay. No, Cabron, also... Cabron in a, in a, in a, with a bad man. Meaning is uh, you are horn, yeah, cabron, mm-hmm. or uh, you are a son of a bitch. I like that. Sorry, I've said son. It's okay. <laughs> We're not on Apple. It's okay. 
I would like to use that word all over Nashville. Thank you for the help with that. <laughs> oh, in Nashville, it's close to Mexico. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know what, what profession other than your own, and you've attempted quite a few men, few, would you like to attempt? Or are, are we happy just with singing? Oh, uh, perhaps teaching could be next, oh. next step. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Be good at that. And the last question? Go for it, Carrie. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say as you walk through the pearly gates? Um, you were wrong. <laughs> because I don't believe. <laughs> you know, that's the best answer yet. Best <laughs> answer yet. That's brilliant. I love it. Thank you, Carlos. You are the profits. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if we can spread spread happiness and, and talk about opera, yeah, then you know what? For sure. It's absolutely worth it and bring some happiness to people's Whenever lives. you want, I'm I'm yours. Okay? Thank love you. it. Whenever. It, Thank you. And it would be a, a, a wonderful privilege if we repeat. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Big hugs and kisses to your wife as well. And to you, stay safe and toy, toy, toy. Toy, toy, toy. Thank you very much. Wow. Take care.